What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to uh, another episode of Even More About Nothing. I'm one of your hosts, Matt. Follow me on all social media at Matt underscore Gutu, number one fan account of Pablo Sanchez. I am the other host. You can follow me on Twitter at Westside Mookie because that is where I have decided to be completely and utterly rambunctious. But it's uh, a private Twitter, so what's the point of it? <laughs> it's a private Twitter. But if you get that acceptance, welcome to the land of chicaneries and shenanigans. There's so many times I just want to like quote tweet your stuff just so people can see, <laughs> but I can't. I'm just gonna start screenshotting stuff. That's, uh, that's the best part about a private Twitter <laughs> is you just say whatever you want. Yeah, just hope that your and employer a isn't already secretly following you. Oh, I know they aren't. Yeah. I know for a fact they are. Because I made my account private before I got the job. <laughs> That's how you do it, man. Before I even interviewed. Private Twitter. Shank, shank. Like, honestly, in the most cases, yeah. Twitter's, I, Twitter's more fun if your account's not private. But I got a big boy job, so. Yeah. Honestly, I never made my... Uh, when I was working for someone, I never <laughs> made my Twitter private. So if they ever checked it, <laughs> they they knew when your boy was bored. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like we happen to know, like between these hours, your productivity you're... at work seems to drop dramatically. Coincidentally, your Twitter account seems to spike. Care to explain? <laughs> It's like, look, all I'm saying is I was not using the company Wi-Fi to tweet. (laughs) (laughs) I did it on my own dime. Right. Uh, I'm paying for this data plan. Uh, So something completely hilarious on the subject of Twitter. Uh, I think one of the funniest things to ever happen this year was she belongs to the streets. Yes. Yes. Such great and I think great what, Twitter moment. and I think th- that itself fantastic it's a masterpiece something that will go down for decades uh, I think what made it even funnier was what happened to Colin Coward <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about yes. <laughs> I don't even know like what my man was doing he was just like wilding on ESPN or Sports Center or whatever and someone someone found his daughter's Twitter account <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> and now it's just been uh, all these dudes being thirsty in her DMs. <laughs> to the point where she is now, she has like, what, 47,000 followers? And that was quick. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this happened like a couple months ago, but then it's like progressively. But I'm sure like that short time span of like a few weeks where she's just like <laughs> followers, 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 followers. And, like, all these DMs of guys just being, like, uh, it's like, I want your socks. Cause she, she, <laughs> what? Well, she, socks? She's, she's selling socks now. Oh. Because when stuff like that happens, you got to pay the bill somehow. Hey, listen. You can't just be riding on daddy's money forever. Facts. So, shout out to her. I think she's in college. She goes to, like, UT or something like that. Uh, and she's hustling. Got to get this dough. So, hey, shout listen. out to her. 
She's not paying tuition. Either way, <laughs> Colin's not paying tuition. <laughs> Either way, after after the way after the sale of these socks, if I'm Colin, I'm not paying this yeah, tuition. Yeah, because uh, Jason Benjamin's friend was like, he's like, dude, I'm gonna get a pair of her socks, and I was like, is he gonna use the socks or is he gonna use the socks? <laughs> But in order to not think about that, what's been going on? Not much. Lamar Jackson obliterated Michael Vick's single-season rushing record. Yeah, that did happen. And the season's not over yet. The regular season's not over yet. Regular season's not over yet. Also, Baltimore Ravens got this new mixed reality thing going on where they have a Raven swoop through the stadium Ooh. and I want to oh, go to, I never want to go to Baltimore for anything besides the, the wire museum yeah. and that huh. and then quickly leave I forgot about that I'm blanking where's Baltimore like what state that's a good question is it no it's not Pennsylvania I'm too lazy to fact check at this point in time Baltimore <laughs> it, it has to be in the northeast it is it is in the northeast because it get cold um, I think it didn't move. Might be in the PA area. Baltimore, Pittsburgh, or Pittsburgh, uh Maryland. Who? We're real bad. <laughs> I wanted to say the DMV area, but we said PA, so yeah, no, not even close. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, in, it's definitely in Maryland. Yeah, uh, tells you how good we pass geography. Look. As far as I'm concerned, I'm a psych major. I don't I don't need to know this. I'm, I'm <laughs> it's a not psych life, major. It's not life or death for me. And I'm never ever going to Maryland for anything besides a tour. Especially not this time of year. Fine. It's they, snow. they have snow actively on the ground on a Thursday. I'm pretty sure they only literally have like one week of summer. I just, 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 just gross. Everything else is just like snowy, wet, or just yeah. gloomy. Just glo- gloomy. Not for me. Not nah, for me. No, not at all. But yeah, Lamar Jackson, congratulations to you, young man. Uh, in his second season? Yeah, what's crazy? He, in his he's second season. He's younger than the NCAA Heisman winner. Yeah, and he's killing it. Can you remember? This guy was a 32nd pick. That's wild. Yeah. Is this going to be like another Tom Brady situation? Because Tom Brady wasn't like high up on the draft order either. And at that time, I think Tom Brady was even... I think he was like a 30... I think it was 32nd pick as well. I think he was like 30. He was somewhere in the 30s. Let's find out. This is what happens when we try to talk sports other than basketball and soccer. Tom Brady was picked... Oh, my goodness. Pick number 199. Oof. Way off. Yeah. It's like pick number 32 in the sixth round. So, like, you never know, man. Uh, Diamonds in the rough. Yeah, the sixth round of the NFL. Wow. Speaking of Patriots. Yeah, they, they're just in, they're just, things are going, ringing off over there. First, <laughs> first they, people in trouble. People, first of all, everyone was complaining about, every, literally everyone ever 
that has ever lived, been through, or seen the state. <laughs> it's saying they hate the Patriots. But they're winning. And then they come to Kansas City, and they have one bad call go against them. And they erupt like they just got shot. I have never seen an entire state unionize against a referee before in my entire life. And everybody just goes, cool, you had a play go against you. Welcome to the NFL. (laughs) It's like that Will Smith meme. They just like look the other way. (laughs) It's like, hmm, cool. But uh, I like the Russell Bestrick one. Hmm. Right. Very interesting. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Uh, What happened to Walker Flock? I miss it. Yeah, I don't know what he's been up to. I heard he's just like an entrepreneur in in Atlanta now. Like he invests in like weed businesses. Like he's an angel investor in like like weed dispensaries. That that makes a lot of sense. I. You know who was a business partner of Waka Flocka? And this, what, the, the sentence I'm about to say shocks even me, the rap fanatic that I am. Chief Keef is a principal investor in Waka Flocka's weed investment fund. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how I came across this story on Twitter, but I'm just like, that is a sentence I never thought I would ever read in my life. But no, Chief Keefe is a principal investor, along with Snoop Dogg, um, 2 Chains, Dr. Dre, Post Malone. Yeah. Um, all the big dreadheaded weed guys south of the Mississippi. <laughs> yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, just rappers do whatever they want they have the money yeah, shout out they to them can. shout out juice to them. world oh yeah well we we haven't touched on that rip juice world yeah put it put is. put down the drugs guys like if you need help um call the national suicide hotline um shout out to them they're getting a new short shorthand um 988 if you need help um but also get your nice therapist get your dope therapist my therapist i left a nice unopened bottle of ginger ale in my therapist's office once. You know what he did? He kept it in the fridge for two whole weeks for me. That's what a good therapist does. Get you a good therapist. Uh, All right, Peter Juice World. If you need someone to talk to, um, talk to a friend, call somebody. Look at Kanye. Kanye and Jay-Z made up. Yeah. They're hanging out with Diddy at his 50th birthday party. (laughs) And Diddy photoshopped. (laughs) And And Diddy photoshopped. It's like, yo, Diddy, take your shoes off. Kanye, take your shoes off. Oh, you know what I found earlier this week? What? Uh, top 525 Dave Chappelle show sketches. I did see that. And it's so absolutely hilarious. Uh, would they be able to do that now? Never. Absolutely. Never. Absolutely Never not. Which is the sad part. Like, there's the gems we grew up with as kids, the comedy God, God, God gems that we grew up with would never be allowed. Like, like they just wouldn't be allowed today. No. Which sucks because that's really good comedy. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's offensive, but that's kind of the point. Shout out to shout out to shout out to the few comedians that are out there being very funny and not offensive. But shout out to the few comedians that are still being very offensive and being very funny. And like, we need both of you. 
Yeah, and I mean that that raises a good question because everyone is just like, oh, there's ways to be funny without being offensive. I was like, no, nah, really. I was like. Okay, yeah, but, why but I'm you? sure a lot of you get your laughs from either like making fun of someone some way. Listen, I laugh at Trump every single day of my life. I'm sure he's offended at it, but it's funny to me. From you individually, not. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. It's almost, it's almost past that time. I need to go ahead and uh, do my national civic duty as a Nigerian citizen and tweet a picture of Kobe Covington getting his jaw broken by Kamara Usman after USC 245 last Ooh. night. It was absolutely the single-handed best fight I have ever seen in my entire life. I am now a UFC fan. I hate the nonsense that goes on. I hate the because the, they play into it. Dana White's a brilliant marketer. If there's real beef, he's not going to shy away from it. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole Khabib thing, they purposely played up McGregor. But my favorite trend, and I tweeted this shout-out to the homie Brent for retweeting it, my favorite trend this last year and a half is all of the people who are getting a lot of attention for putting on an act or being a character or being a troll are stepping into these cages and getting obliterated. It didn't uh, Conor McGregor just sign up, get uh, lock in another fight? He just locked in a fight with Cowboy. And I think Cowboy is going to break him in half. I think Cowboy is going to break McGregor. I want McGregor to win simply because I want McGregor to fight Usman or um, Habib again. Mm. But yeah, Conor McGregor was talking mad garbage, went ahead and said something about Islam. And um, broke a tour bus and did all this stuff. And Khabib quietly said, I'm done with all this talking. Wasn't so, didn't something happen before he did the whole tour bus thing? Something happened on Khabib's side. Yeah. That so, caused so, him. So what happened was Connor's, one of Connor's boys was on, was, they had a fight. The fight ended. He lost. He kept talking mad trash. He said something about Khabib's dad. If you know anything about He's, like, Ukrainian or something like that. Mm -hmm. And he's a Muslim. So he said something about Khabib's dad being a dirty Muslim, whatever. And so Khabib flew over from the Ukraine, went to his hotel and said, so I heard you've been talking about my dad. I don't take that lightly. He's my father. I don't take, like, insults about my religion very lightly at all. So what did you say? Chin-checked him a little bit. You know, he didn't really hit him. He just gave him a nice little love tap, like, hey, you disrespect a kid. Yeah. He smacked him on the chin a little bit, and that was it. And then homeboy called Connor, and Connor flew over from Ireland. First of all, the fact that they both had money to just jump on private debts to fly right. to Vegas yeah. was caused a scene, got arrested, they both got fined, and then they got in the cage, and Khabib abused Conor McGregor for a full five minutes and choked it the life out of him. Um, and then the rise of Street Jesus, Jorge Masvidal. Three really great fights. He's been a great fighter for a while, but he was like had like three, four losses that were really close, could have gone either way. So he went on this like jungle tour and did this reality show in South America where apparently it was just like really really bad like you had to win in order to get access to things so if you didn't win a challenge you were just in the woods but if you want a challenge you can get food um otherwise you had to walk to the village to get food or access to shelter or shower and whatever and like he just 
took a lot of time to himself, spent some time in the woods, in the jungle, and was just like, why am I thinking like a bum? Why do I want to... Why do I why do I know win by decision? Um, excuse my language, I'm gonna use his words. Why am I don't why don't I just drop these motherfuckers out? And yeah. I'm just like, okay. And he came back, three straight destruction of human beings. And then Ben Askren, a wrestler, started talking about um Jorge and was like, Yeah, the dude's a bum, he can't fight. I'm gonna I'm gonna submit him and choke him out, and he's a bitch. And Hamas what I was like, uh don't, don't use that word. Don't use my name in that word in the same sentence. And Ben Askren, a bit of a troll, catches wind of it. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a thing. You see, you trash talk, you get the guy in the skin, you get him off his game. Ben Askren keeps talking and keeps talking and keeps talking. And Jorge pulls up on him on the street and is like, bro, I don't like the way you're talking. We already have a fight. Let's just fight. Ben Askren keeps talking. The fastest you knockout in UFC history. It's technically five seconds, but it's actually three seconds. Ooh. They say fight. Ben Askren runs in there, shoots Jorge Masvidal. Knee. Bang. Right to the side of his head. Out cold. Dang. And then now, Kobe Covington, which I got to give credit to that guy, fought three out of five rounds with a broken jaw. And I, I actually had it going. I had it 2-2 going into the fifth round. So... Uh, came up with this character after he was getting ready to get closed out and getting ready to get his contract cut because um, he was the interim champ, but he had some health issues, so he couldn't defend the champ. So he had the belt stripped from him, and he hadn't fought in a while. So he came up with this character, this uh, MAGA character. I'm just going to call it what it is. It's not my character. It's literally what it is. He wears a MAGA hat, literally a $3 orange suit from like the thrift store, and then a $3 belt. It's like the old UFC belt. And he just walks around with it. He's like, no one ever took this belt from me. I'm undefeated. No one took this belt from me. It was stripped by me by fake lo- and you know, yeah. fake news, fake laws, blah, blah, blah. He shows up to Usman's training camp before he fights Tyron Woodley for the championship. And he's like, you're a champ. You're a bum. Nobody wants to listen to you, blah, blah, blah. And Usman is like, okay, cool, blah, blah, blah. And then he made the pivotal mistake about saying something about Usman's dead manager, being a Muslim and his Nigerian mother. If you know anything about Nigerians, don't talk about my mom. Like, say what you want about me. Honestly, all three of those things, never. Yeah, just, just, never. Just, just don't do any of those. Honestly, things. one of them is one strike, you will get faded for that. Two, you will lose a limb. Fact. Three, the f- so you're when, out, buddy. When, when it was like, when it was just like regular trash talk, oh, Usman's a bum, you can't fight, blah, blah, blah. Usman pulled up on him at the airport. Covington didn't do anything. Then he said something about his daughter. He's got a five-year-old daughter. Usman pulled up on him in the line at a buffet <laughs> and was <laughs> ready to fade him. Usman didn't fight him because he the fight with Woodley was like so close on the corner. Yeah. So he gets in the fight with Woodley, fades Woodley. But again, Covington, this character is getting a lot of attention. Walks around with five strippers on a private jet. It's not his. I think it's Dan Lambert's, who's the owner of American Top Team. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know when I started learning all this, but like I said, I'm now a UFC <laughs> fan. I didn't even know these names two weeks ago. Right. But anyway, he flies around on Dan Lambert's plane, hangs around Dan Lambert's house with five strippers and the cheap belts and the cheap suits and um, had the first family, um, the Trump family, come out to his last match and he uh-huh. won. Um, after he won that one match. That explains so much. Yeah. He, after he won one match, he like bought Donald Trump's books, Triggered, and I watched three interviews. That guy has never read that book. He like goes back and forth in the same four pages on my book. At least try to read the book or at least pretend like you've read the book. Right. Um, but anyway, the match starts. Honestly, the first round I gave to Covington because Kobe handled himself. I got scared for Usman because he kept getting hit, but he just would like get hit, get phased, but like come right back. And I'm just like, ooh, this is going to be a struggle of a fight. But then round two, Kobe goes in for the straight right. Usman eats it, fades back, comes through with this just absolute power strike and clean right on his jaw. Jaw broken, separation. But Covington stuck in there and um, they duked it out. I had it 3-2 going to the fourth. I think it could have been, I th- I don't know, I had a 3-1 three, three, going to the fourth Usman. Um, but then I rethought it. I'm like, nah, it's too close. So 2-2 two, two going to the fourth round. And right at about the two-minute mark, Usman starts firing. Boom, boom, left, right. Boom, boom, left, right. And he hits him with this just pure, just looks like something out of an anime. Just like Kobe misses, and you just see it. <laughs> boom, drops him. And he like it's just like hit, bang, arm, retracts, body, drop. <laughs> <laughs> And, like, to his credit, he didn't rush. He didn't, like, Kobe gets back up. Boom, boom. And then Kobe, again, to his credit, with a broken jaw, returns Usman with another, like, a counter right. Boom. Usman gets stunned. But it's only for, like, half a second because on that stun, he returns with a body hit. Boom. That forces Kobe back. And then he goes up. One, two, one, two. Boom. Another right hit. Kobe. I'm like, oh, he's coming back. I'm standing in my chair at this point. I'm standing up and I'm standing on my chair screaming at the TV. Finish him. Kobe gets up a third time. Boom. Right hand rocks him. Jumps on top of him. Starts banging his head in and they call the fight. Credit to where credit is due. Kobe fought a great match. Don't hit you. Talk shit. Get hit. Beautiful fight, though. Beautiful fight. That's how it happens in the Bronx, too. (laughs) in a Jesus Romero and people falling down the stairs where the Joker movie was Did made. Did you ever see that uh, uh, at the Kid Miro is top 10 most used gifts of 2019? Oh, like has to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not the one you would think. Which one? It's, um... Is it the T-Report one? No. Because I use that one daily. It's not the T-Report one. Uh, I think he's like, uh, I think he's also like number two. I think it's what it is. I don't remember which one it is, but it's not one that I've ever used before, so I was just like, huh. But, uh, so shout out to GIFs. And Twitter now, you can put two GIFs in the same tweet, which is wild. I saw someone do four. Well, yeah, it's, like, you could do multiple, but I was talking about, like, yeah. you could only do one before. Now it's like you can do two. So, the come up is real. And also, uh, for all my technical heads, uh... Twitter did an update so that image compression is not as bad. It looks like everything about Twitter looks cleaner, looks better. I like it. I think Twitter is my social media platform of choice for 2020. 
Oh, yeah, always. Like, if you're not using Twitter, then I don't know who you are as a human being. Um, but in other news, oh, I was going <laughs> to – did you see that video on Twitter uh, of someone got in a wreck in L.A. and Kobe, Kobe was <laughs> – <laughs> And somebody was like, this makes perfect sense. He was always good at telling people to clear out. <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh, gosh. Someone's like, if I, got in a, if I got in a car wreck and the first thing I saw was Kobe, I, I'd for sure think I died. Yeah. He was like, so this is how it ends. Right. He's like, Kobe, when'd you die? <laughs> He's like, you're still alive. Uh Gosh, that's the longest roundabout like intro we've had in a while. I mean, it's been a while, but you know, it's a vacation. Yeah. I, well, you've been on like vacation for a while. I'm now. I've been working. What you mean? You've been working. I'm on vacation, but <laughs> you're like, I'm on vacation. I played a, a grotesque amount of Pokemon Go. I am uh, currently farming <laughs> Magikarp because all farming I farming is the right word. I am actually far- like if there is if there is. There is a, a anyone on the planet that is has a magic art farm. It is me. <laughs> I counted. I currently have a box and a half full magic mm. Still no I, shinies. Though. I don't get it. I don't get it. Red Gyarados is just one of those Pokemon I really like and higher stats. That is fair. I will never do that. I already <laughs> have a Gyarados and I'm calling it good. And I'm calling it my Gyarados is an absolute hitter. I want to change his name to Gary because Gary come like Gary coming for the fences. When I beat um, the Dragon Champion, it was full credit to Gary because I have him with Crunch, Hyper Beam. Um, Do you teach him Ice Beam? I did not teach him Ice Beam, which was a lack on my part. But I had another Ice Pokemon. Do you already have a Lapras? No. I mean, I have a Lapras. I, I I fought Lapras with my seventh gym badge. She was a level sixty. Couldn't catch her. Yeah. Oh. Upset. I hate when that happens. Yeah, because I was like, "Oh, I can catch Lapras." And I can catch Pokemon at level fifty-five. She pops up, level sixty. I'm like, mm, "Can't catch Lapras." Yeah. I haven't seen another no, one since. No, it's wild. I, but that it was a good mechanic that they added to it. But it sucks. Yeah. So, but I think I also have like water. It's not water pulse. Like water cannon or something like that. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so uh, I've got. Does it know Dragon Pulse? It does know Dragon Pulse. So Dragon Pulse, Hyper Beam, Water Blast, and Dragon Pulse. So, and Crunch. No, no, I, I, no, it doesn't know Dragon Pulse and those Crunch. That's my dark move. So, I, I would definitely drop that Crunch for Dragon Pulse. I, I, I haven't taught it to him yet, and he hasn't tried to learn it, so. Yeah, fair, fair. Fair is fair. Um, so, earlier this week, there's, there's a significant amount of stuff that happened. Yeah. There was a lot of gaming stuff that happened, so be sure to tune into our, uh, TDM episode. Want to give a special shout out and thank you to our special guest, Jacob Heiler, aka Tweak, on Twitter and Twitch. Make sure you tune in and watch his Twitch streams. Uh, he's a PC streamer, which, you know, as you know, we don't do much of around these parts. We play the consoles, um... But you know what I did? I got a nice little notification from the people over at Square Enix. 
we gave you some free bonuses for Final Fantasy, so I know what I'll be doing for the next couple days. <laughs> I'm probably going to be playing more Star Wars if I'm being legit. It's uh, really good. Really, really good. It is. I just I just hate the the scare mechanics in it. Yep. Yeah, because there's always like that element of unknown creatures that are just uh, hiding out and lurking. Yeah, and then you turn the corner and then you get lick-a-tongue. Yeah. <laughs> Dog, there was one where a spider just jumped out and attacked me out of nowhere. I was my own moment. I thought the room was cleared out. I already defeated the enemies. And I was you like... Keyword, key you thought. Yeah. Yeah, the thing is... Yeah, I'm just gonna like deal with it another time. Then there's a whole thing. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna talk about something that uh, also happened this past week. Uh, Let's do it. But before we get to that, have you watched the Harley Quinn show? No, I have not. I haven't either. I'm both intrigued and very wary of it. Why? I don't know. Just because I know everyone wanted this. Well, I say everyone. I did not know something that people wanted. <laughs> Having this Harley Quinn show that is mature and uh, more of a... I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. Uh, just like more along those lines of... Uh, like a you, Deadpool like, mature or yeah, like mature? Yeah, like a... Because Deadpool Mature and Joker Mature are two very different kind of mature movies. Two very different kind of superhero movies. The, like, classic comic book Joker Mature. Okay. Makes sense. Uh, and so it's, it's like, meant to be funny, vulgar uh, kind of route that they're taking with okay. the show. I didn't know this was something someone wanted. It just seems like in the past year, because Harley Quinn as a character and as an actual person... In comics, hasn't even been around for, like, what, 10 years? That's about 25. 25? Yeah. Harley has been around for a minute. But still, compared to, like, the greater DC mythos, it's not, like, it's relatively new. Um, and so for, I didn't know, like, her having her own show was she, something that. She's had a very eclectic and dedicated shadow audience. Like, and, like now it's coming to the forefront over the past couple of years. I mean, I think that's credit to Margot, Rob, Rob, Margot Robbie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is British. Huh. Did you know that? I'll be damned. I was stunned. <laughs> <laughs> I was absolutely... I was like, you? You lying to? Okay. I mean... Yeah, okay. Yeah, get in where you fit in, right? Uh, but yeah, just over the past couple of years, people have become like... Th- almost obsessed with Harley Quinn and now you see Halloween everyone wants to wear that daddy's little monster t-shirt and then uh, the very uh, modern approach they've taken Harley Quinn outside of her wearing that uh, very weird red and black yeah. clown pigtail thing yeah I mean yeah she, yeah exactly it's actually exactly 25 years that character's been around um so it being the 25-year anniversary, it makes sense um, that they would want to do it around this time, especially because, again, thanks to Margot Robbie. Um, if you're asking me, I don't even think they were, like, planning to do it, like, for 25. Just, like, it just they, they are capitalizing on an opportunity. 100%. They saw from Suicide Squad, people were just like, oh, like, she's actually, like... Resonating with the fans? Yeah, like she's resonating with the fans, and then you get, uh, 
what was that movie that came out because you had uh, the animated movie Batman, Nightwing, and then they recruited Harley Quinn to help them. Um, Bat Family? No, no, no. It wasn't Bat Family. Wait, was it... Uh, no, it wasn't... Uh, I am... No, it's not I am Batman. What was... Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, Hush. No, was she no, in Hush? She was, she was not, not in Hush. She was definitely not in Hush. There was another one before that that I came out. I know exactly out. what it was like. There was him and then Iron Bat, uh, Nightwing. I don't know if it was that one because like... No, no, no. Nightwing, that was Batwoman. Not Nightwing. Nightwing and her had a thing and it was like, yeah. Was yeah. Weird. Very <laughs> weird. Yeah. Well, night, she's had and a thing is, with the... Yeah, and the thing is like, like, where does she traditionally fit now? Because she's gone from being just like Joker's side piece to being her own character more of like not an anti-hero but an opportunist kind of like Catwoman yeah I, th- I think I still think she's more of an anti-hero uh, Catwoman is the is the ultimate opportunist um, she essentially had a, 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 a I won't say a change of mind but like a check with her conscience and she doesn't love Batman but she didn't she, she was in hush she wasn't hush? Okay, yeah, yeah that's sorry. I was, I'm like connecting dots now. She wasn't hush. Are you sure? Catwoman? Yeah. Catwoman isn't hush, 100%. Yeah, yeah. That's the Harley, one not. Like, no, yeah, no, not Harley. <laughs> I was like, brother, I have read and seen hush <laughs> twice. No, I'm sorry. She is. I'm connecting dots. I'm connecting <laughs> my own dots. Not in that movie. Catwoman, yeah, she's yeah, all yeah, over yeah. that. She's yeah. all over that one. She's pretty, she's pretty pivotal to it. <laughs> Yeah, all over that one. Mm. Um, but anyway, um, I think it's good on them. Circle back to the main point. Good on them. Capitalize. Build the medals for this character. And then that leads into, again, I don't know why, but she's in Birds of Prey, isn't she? Yeah. And the, again, at what point is it too much to, like, adapt, refit, and, like, customize some of these groups that we're used to? But again, I think it's also an evolution of these groups that we're used to. Yeah, but unless there's like a huge like pillar like restructure to who Harley Quinn is as a character, like what's the point? Because if you think traditionally of Birds of Prey, of Bird, uh, the group Birds of Prey, they're not necessarily like. Outsiders, kind of like Batman's known for guiding, they are. Are they a vigilante group really? Again, but they're consisting of heroes. Some that might be more of like true vigilantes because you think of Huntress. Yeah, she's um, she's a real vigilante. But no one that's like outright just like anti-hero. Which is why I think she's she's having this identity crisis or this identity formation now is she herself having an identity crisis because if you think of I think the character is well like I mean yes the character but if you it's there's just like so much of the throwing us of different variations of looking at Harley Quinn that I think for me it's hard to decide like who's who like is it her herself as a character having the crisis or is it these people in different sects of uh, the fandom? Not fandom, of, like, DC, like, putting it together. It's like, oh, Harley Quinn here is actually 
uh, running her own villain group with Poison Ivy. Or she's over here. She's actually Birds of Prey. She's in Suicide Squad kind of thing. It's like, I know DC's not known for universally having everything congruent and that it just meshes and everyone understands where everyone fits. But to some degree, like, they've always done that pretty well. And right now, I don't know, with all these mediums and how they have it, to me, it just seems confusing. Yeah, they got to figure it out for sure. But, you know, we'll see. One of the other things uh, that they, I don't want to say they need to figure out, but they've been trying to do, and execution's been subpar, if you ask me, is Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yeah, I was going to talk about that. I was going to ask you about that, because you have been watching that, and I watched it like I watched everything else. Through memes. On Twitter, <laughs> specifically. <laughs> that is how I watch television now. Yeah. I don't actually watch television. I get on Twitter and search the what's going on. So, and it looks very... Whelming would be the appropriate term? For the most part, yes. So they did three episodes so far. They're going for the winter break, but when they come back, they're finishing up with the last two episodes. So they're doing Arrow and then Legends to kick off the Legends half season. Mm-hmm. The two episodes, so... The two the, episodes that just came out recently? So the th- they had three come out recently. So the first two, the Supergirl and the Batwoman episodes, were very whelming. And it didn't really get good you until said that super, The Super... Supergirl, uh-huh. trash Supergirl show. and Batwoman. Both trash shows. So, And the thing is, like, uh, everything was just so all over the place that I there's I think it's because they're trying to do so much within this huge crossover that they've been building up to that you jump in and obviously from the get-go everything's going, uh, people all over the place, uh, and there's just some stuff that is like, I feel like this could have been done better if you just spent more time on it, but you can't spend more time on it because you're trying to fit other things into it and you're trying to get everything moving. Sometimes less is more. Exactly. And so they're just... So I'm watching this. Crazy thing is they tied in a couple of shows into this multiverse and they're just like quick things like at the very beginning. Uh, The Titans TV show Mm -hmm. was shown... Really? So it is a part of this DCCW multiverse. Uh, and they also did show Birds of Prey at the beginning of the Flash episode, I believe. So like the old, not the old school, but like early 2000s. Birds of Prey? Birds of Prey there you go. was shown. I think it was Hunters that they showed or something like that. I don't, I don't remember. Uh, and obviously they had Smallville. Uh, they showed, what's his name? Uh, Robin from the Adam West Batman TV show. Just all this cool stuff. I think what really threw me off was seeing uh, the Jason Todd character from Titans. And I was just like, y'all would do this. And the thing is like, that's like 30 seconds into this. And I was like, oh my gosh. Here we go again. <laughs> I was like, yeah. it's like, we're starting with this. Oh, great. Um, oh, yeah. Spoiler warning for Crisis if you haven't watched the first three parts. Uh, but I don't know. There's just so much that it's like I, I, I felt more excited for the last crossover they did. And that wasn't even Crisis. I just felt like they it was fine-tuned enough that they were able to do it. I think they were trying to make it too big, this Crisis event. Like, yes, it is multiverse shattering. Yes, it's the biggest DC event to happen in comic books. 
But I feel like they're still trying to go too big for the still limited budget that they have for the CW shows, in my honest opinion. Now, if they had, like, a Game of Thrones budget... That was my next thing. I was like, they clearly need a bigger budget. WB is clearly not giving them that because they're focusing on other things. Yeah. Wonder Woman being... Teen dramas. Teen dramas. (laughs) Wonder Woman being their focus right now, which that trailer is ringing off. Mm-hmm. Um, views like crazy. Yeah. I think that li- that lightning lasso. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hashtag lightning lasso. Lightning lasso looks really good. Um, but yeah, they just gotta give these shows more money. Yeah, I, and I know we know they don't have Disney money, obviously. Yeah. But you have enough. Do you think I did something? You can do, spend better time with that. Yeah, um, either give them more money or give them more time. Right. So. And the other thing that, uh, so going into the second episode to like the Batwoman episodes, like they started the crisis in Supergirl's episode. That was whatever. And I was like, yeah, like I was like, yeah, I guess that's, that's a good way to start it or whatever. And then going to the Batwoman, like they're finding like these pair, the Paragons, the seven Paragons. Mm-hmm. And they're looking for, uh, so they already have the Paragon of Hope. And which was Supergirl. And then they had another paragon on them, and they're like, okay, you need to find two other paragons. Uh, the paragon of courage, one who has. No, so the paragon of courage and the paragon of truth. Paragon of truth, someone um, being uh, someone who is known. It was a Superman character who's known course. more lost than any other. Uh, Smallville Superman? Person. You would think that. But it's not him because he had given up his powers when they show up. Oh. And I think the way they do that is so they use the Lex character from Supergirl, bring him aboard the Wave Rider, and he uses the Book of Destiny to go from universe to universe killing off Superman. And I hate the Lex character they have for I hate everything for about that show. I hate everything about that show. Their brainy character. Uh, Martian brainy- Manhunter, well, again, was a turning point, and they whiffed. The Brainiac, Brainiac 5 or whatever uh, from Legion of Superheroes, the one that they have for Supergirl, he's a bit eccentric and you have a little bit of getting used to him, but I don't mind him, like, in terms of, like, the Supergirl show. Uh, but, yeah, the Lex character, I... That aside. <laughs> Do they have to find the Paragon of Courage, which it's, like... Uh, he just mentions a bat, and they're just like, "Okay, we gotta, it's like, we gotta go find my cousin Bruce." And they go, so they go to Earth ninety nine. You see Kevin Conroy, and he's like this very cynical Batman. Uh, oh, like uh, Batman Beyond, Batman, like Batman Beyond Bruce? N- not quite. Okay, because there's no Terry. But he is still in, like, that exoskeleton suit. Okay. Um, presumably from his fight with uh, Superman, in which he ended up killing Superman. <laughs> so it's this very, uh, the world sucks and there's no good people in it, Batman. And so Kevin Conroy does that. She has this uh, confrontation with him. 
Long story short, she ends up being the paragon of courage. Of course. And and this entire time, like I was live tweeting it, and, and all you just see me like going through everything that's going on, and I was just like, I was like, paragon of courage, trash. Trash. <laughs> I'm still not convinced she's a good Batwoman. She's not. She's not. Like, I was waiting for it, and I, I she's like, not. This, like, I was like, this this just doesn't do it for me. Again, like better casting, WB. Yeah, but better cast. They killed the casting for Arrow. They killed the casting for Flash. Yeah, I think Flash is the best cast DC show they have, mm-hmm. hands down. Yeah, they completely missed the ball with Batwoman. Yeah, I like. I get if you're trying to go for like a, a, a the aesthetic, but no, she's just not a good actor. She's not. She's just not a good actor. Like this, the, you want a good casting, good acting. Jada Pinkett Smith. She did fantastic as Fish Mooney. She was amazing at Fish Mooney. Gotham. All of Gotham was way better cast than this. So I... I, Where they went wrong? I don't know. But they did do the Kingdom Come Superman, uh, which was Brandon Routh. And they did another Superman v. Superman fight, which sucked because we already got that in the last crossover. And I was like, guys, give us something original. I was like, I don't know what you're doing. Um, they got to figure something out. But when it really started to pick up was when the Flash episode came on. Because this is the episode, the quote-unquote day that Barry Allen disappears. Mm. And so they're doing this uh, thing. They're going on their mission. And then they have to find... Oh, you also see the anti-monitor. Yeah, I saw that. I saw the, I saw a picture of the anti-monitor. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah, I missed the boat again. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like, if you just had a better budget. <laughs> if you just had a better costume designer also. But, you know, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want, I don't want it. We don't, don't we don't make the decisions. We just call them as we see them. I saw the, as soon as I saw, and now we have the anti-monitor on Twitter. I immediately went, nope. DeMarcus, <laughs> DeMarcus Cousins. Trash. I don't know if you saw my tweet, and it was just like, uh. I don't know. It's just like uh, uh, the anti-monitor versus like the we have the anti-monitor at home. <laughs> and it's just a picture of the comic books and a minion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Saw that. Uh, but yeah, so so with the flash, it really starts to pick up because now we're starting to get into the nitty gritty where it's just like every single Earth is gone except for Earth 1, Prime Earth. Earth one technically is prime, or is well, there like a Earth prime? There's, there's Earth one, and then there's Earth prime. Okay, so Earth one is the last Earth that's left, and they're trying to stop this the anti uh, matter shockwave cannon, mm-hmm. and so they go to. So if you've been following Flash, Nash Wells was trying to find uh, Novu. Mm-hmm who is the monitor, and then he ends up being tricked and follows the anti-monitor, becomes pariah, and then has to do his bidding. And so then they go, they find the, the uh, shockwave, but they also find a treadmill with Earth... Uh, is it Earth-90? Earth-90's flash that we saw from the last crossover, Barry Allen. 
oh. stuck on the treadmill. So he's powering it. Okay, that makes sense. And, like, he's trapped in a force field, so he's just, like, running, running. He's been running for uh, who knows how long. Probably been running for a year since he disappeared. And then Cisco was also given his vibe powers back. There you go. Tra- teleports him out, and he's like, oh, there's a failsafe. Starts to blow up. And he's like, if no, like if you don't like if someone doesn't get back on that treadmill to like keep it going, then it's gonna explode. Everything's gonna be gone. And then that's where the light bulb kicks in. And Barry's like, you're not going back on there. I'm, I'm going back on there. there. This is where when I disappear. And then something happens. Priya comes back, and he brings Black Lightning with him. It's an all black lightnings in the uh, multiverse, <clears throat> which that show's criminally underrated. Yeah, very good, very good. I think they went a little too hard getting his daughters their powers so quick, so early. Yeah, because it was like by episode seven, the whole family had powers yeah. besides the mom, and she's just sitting here like, "I'm just supposed to worry. <laughs> what am I, chopped liver?" <laughs> I'm supposed to go to work and be worried about y'all. I am shooting lightning all day right. and breaking sinks. The, the, the sink breaking episode had me die. Yeah. But, uh, oh, that's the other thing. Uh, the end of episode one, Oliver died. Yep. And that wasn't according to the monitor's plan. And so he's like, he's like, guys, we're totally out of my realm now. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> Like, He's like, I am now useless. <laughs> I was like, I ain't had none of this plan. Uh, but interesting enough, uh, towards the end of the Flash episode, so after all that happens, Barry Allen ends up not disappearing then because uh, Barry Allen, John Wesley Ship Barry Allen, temporarily steals uh, Grant Gustin's Barry Allen speed, tells Cisco to put him back on the treadmill. Uh, so that they can uh, destroy it or like run in reverse to bring back all the antimatter that's being sent out, thus causing it to implode. He would then disappear. All that happens. At the same time, Oliver's daughter, Mia, is trying to bring Oliver back. So they go to a different Earth to find a Lazarus pit with Constantine. Oh, boy. And... Ooh, well, thing. here's the thing. With Constantine, he can counteract the negative effects of the... Well, he still has to find his soul, his soul though. Oh, you're right. Because the thing is, like, he legitimately loses his soul, so he's just like a husk. Okay. So, they do that. They tie in Lucifer, the show. So, they go, they find Lucifer. They the, get like, the, the, the show The Lucifer on the other network. Yes. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. I'm pretty sure it's the same one. But he's like, he's like, oh, we need to get, it's like, he's like, uh, we have a date with the devil. And it shows up. He's like, I'm Lucifer. And I was like, ah. In the suit. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so uh, they go to Purgatory, Lee and you. Yep. And they find Oliver. But Oliver doesn't go back with them because Oliver's going to become the Spectre, which we had talked about. So, yeah, there's, and then, like, they end it, uh, the Anti-Monitor sends Arbinger, who he's been controlling the entire time. They blow up the Wave Rider, because Earth-1 is now destroyed. No hope. Pariah sends the Seven Paragons to the Vanishing Point, which is outside space and time, so the Anti-Matter can't reach them, and that's how they end Episode 3. 
Oh, no, they had episode three. It is not actually Superman, so Kingdom Come Superman, because Lex rewrote the Book of Destiny, and now it's Lex Luthor. And so I Lex, hate that. Lex Luthor is now? I hate that. Yes, Lex Luthor oh, is the other paragon. Get the kid out of the... That's gross. I hate it. I hate it. No, it was doing so good. I was like, oh, this is actually getting interesting. And then it ends, and I was just like, fell flat. Nope, nope, take it back. I don't want it. Where are the the returns? Where are the returns? I want my receipts. I want my refunds back. Okay, is there any... Is Earth Prime still... Have they talked about Earth Prime at all? No, as far as we're concerned, all the Earths are gone. Have they said... Have they ever mentioned Earth Prime? Nope. Okay, because if they haven't mentioned Earth Prime, then it either still exists and they don't know about it, or um, Earth One is considered Earth Prime because Earth Prime, I think Earth Prime keeps the universe together. Yeah, but the thing is, is like this was also the very last Earth that was left. So I think with the way the DCCW has been doing it, they've been treating Earth One as Earth Prime. Mm, Okay. Which, again, is not accurate according to the comics, but I'm being hyper-specific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I'm calming down. It's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, like, they have a good plot. Like, it's interesting now. They have a good plot it's going. They've been able to merge now seven, six, seven shows into this crossover. There's still only two episodes left for them to resolve this. So I'm, like, interested where it's going to go. Are we actually going to get a Green Lantern? Uh because they're a huge part of, like, stopping the anti-monitor sometimes. Uh, like, what's all ever going to look like as a specter? It's like, I don't know. Is Barry Allen actually going to die? Like, great gusted Barry Allen. Questions? Probably. We have. I think it's a very high possibility he does. Yeah, but if that's supposed to be the moment, because they, they made it, like, very intentional, like uh, Barry looked at Cisco and he's like, "Guys, this is the moment. Like that, the Flash ceases to exist." Also, Ke- uh, Keenan Lonsdale is supposed to come back after Crisis, so Kid Flash. To do, I saw, I did see that picture, and I saw that picture. I was like, "To do what?" So is that just feeding into that Grant Gustin is actually air quote gone? I think so. Because then, do you remember that conversation that we had about, like, once he disappears, like, your perfect way to end the Flash? And I was like, I want it to be, uh, like, Kid Flash. He's like, my name is Wally West. Uh, And he's like, and I'm now the fastest man alive or whatever. Well, that is looking like a very real possibility. Yeah. I want them to. They probably won't because Grant... Well, did they... Did the the, the 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 treadmill implode? Yeah. I was gonna say they could rerun it back. Uh, <laughs> rerun <laughs> it. <laughs> they could rerun it back, um, but if it's gone, it's gone. Yeah, they've got themselves in the pickle here. I, I think it's like that's just a treadmill. They still have the cosmic treadmill. Okay. In Star Labs, but also Star Labs on Earth One, which is no longer there. <laughs> So, they're kind of screwed. Yeah, it's going to be interesting how they're going to get out of this one, unless Oliver, as the Spectre, comes to save them. Which might have been the whole point of them going to Lian Yu to try to get him back, and him saying, no, I'm here, I'm the Spectre. 
Well, the thing is, like, there's another guy that shows up. Like, Oliver is literally on the verge, like, okay. But then someone shows up and he's like, Oliver. It's like, we don't have much time left. That's not your, like, that's not your duty. You need to come with me if you want to save the multiverse. And then, then yeah. Oliver having his supreme sense of responsibility for the world this season is just like, looks at his daughter and he's like, gotta go. (laughs) (laughs) The disrespect, the absolute unmitigated gall of this man. Well, I think that's probably the perfect way for it because if they sent, because the specter can exist outside of space and time. Yeah. So I think the monitor sending paragons outside of space. Not the monitor, pariah. Pariah, sorry. Pariah, sorry. I meant to say the anti-monitor. I'm tired. I literally woke up from an accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, pariah sending them to outside space time. The Spectre can go collect the Paragons. Mm-hmm. But where would they go from that point? This is a question. Like, how Earth are they? How Prime. are they? Go- they reform Earth Prime. Or they would make a new Earth Prime and then, because, yeah, the, again, the because Earth 1, because you can, you can create a new Earth Prime and everything would spring forward from there. There'd be a new Earth 1 and a new 52. Yeah. Oh, 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 hello. I guess that's the other question. Does, are they are they gonna do New Fifty Two? Does Lex have the Book of Destiny with him? Because I don't remember. Ew, that's a good question. Because technically, with the Book of Destiny, you can do whatever you want. Whatever. So if he has the book, because part of the temptation of like the Book of Destiny was uh, after Supergirl lost Earth Thirty Eight, uh, she was just like. I need to bring I need to bring back my Earth, and she was thinking of using it, even though it's like ultra dangerous or whatever. And then Batgirl got Kryptonite from Bruce on Earth ninety nine, and she was like, "I didn't want to have to use it, but I know I don't have to <laughs> use it. Here you go." And she's like, "Ah, where'd you get this?" <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if Lex has the Book of Destiny with him, or if he just had a page out of the Book of Destiny. If he's got the book. Um, but he was. But if he if he just tore a page out of the book, see that's the problem. You can't just tear a page out of the book of destiny because that leaves a hole. Yeah, I was like ripping a hole in space and time, which is also ironically well, when space and time's already being like shuffleboarded away. <laughs> Shuffleboard. It's kind of hard to not just take a page out of the it's, book. It's not going to do much difference. Well, I guess you could use the pages to create a new book of destiny. Ah, uh, you could get some good old fashioned papyrus. Yeah, because and that's the thing. If you can rewrite the book of destiny, they can create a new Earth Prime and hide that from the view of Pariah, and then spring forth a new Fifty Two. Oh, see, the thing is, like at this point, Pariah is gone. Oh, he's just gone. Pariah, Arbinger, gone. Oh, so they're gone. Yeah. Okay, so here's what happened. Literally in the last moments of the episode. Uh, So after Barry Allen, old Barry Allen, uh, reversed the polarity of, I don't even know if that's the correct terminology, of the antimatter cannon, and it imploded, they go back to the Wave Rider. And so the Wave Rider's just sitting in space outside of Earth-1. They're watching uh, Earth-1 explode. Then... Arbinger shows back up because she's been missing, straight up missing for the entire episode. Uh, but you know, like you saw, she was with the anti monitor at the end of last episode. And so then she was like, Oh, I was doing recon on Earth One. And then Barry's like, We're on Earth One. And he's like, I, I, I don't know. 
And then that's when they realize that Arbinger and Pride being in the same place means a great tragedy is about to happen. And then that's when he takes over Arbinger and destroys the entire ship. Pride sends them to the vanishing point. And that's how the episode ends. Trash. Oh, the other thing. One of the, uh, the seventh paragon is uh, a scientist from uh, a university... On Earth One, I forget what city it's. Is it in. old old scientist? No, no, From no, no, Legends? no. Uh, Stephen Choi. Doctor Stephen Choi. 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 C H O I. Okay. That's ring a bell, bro. So I was just, I was oh. gonna do some research research on it. That clearly was not important enough. <laughs> but yeah, it's it got interesting. Still finding that happy balance, but I'm super excited for the last two episodes. Now I'm stuck on Dr. Stephen Joy. Yeah, I, I have no idea who, who he's supposed to be. I'm pretty sure it's uh, Stephen Choi that they said. But... Uh, yeah, do you have any interest at all in just, like, actually watching Crisis yourself, or are you just kind of, like... I'm going to continue to stay away from this hot mess. Um, mostly because I would have an aneurysm trying to not yell at the TV. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be honest, they lost me a while ago. Yeah. They lost me, and, and when I say a while ago, I mean a while ago. Yeah, depending on what you were watching. Season two of Legends. Yeah, don't. End of season two. If you're basing your tire experience. End of season two, beginning of season three. And then I made the unfortunate mistake of trying to come back at season two of Supergirl. Yeah, if you're basing your tire experience off watching season two of Legends, then my guy, I don't blame you. I really don't. That was really bad. It was weird. It was very weird. Um, And I had hope from it. Season one was good. Yeah, I think, well, I feel like, actually, let me backtrack. Season two was better than season one, in my opinion. There was just, like, too much shuffleboarding in season one with Vandal Savage, Hawkman, and Hawk Girl. There was the <laughs> whole... shuffleboarding. <laughs> Sorry, I, I don't know I why it. I'm, like, stuck on shuffleboard. We didn't um, go shuffleboarding. Yeah, I just, I had the six in the back. Um... You really have shuffleboarding six? No, no, okay. No, no. I was about to say, no, when are we? Like, when are we doing? It was this a Christmas bro? present. <laughs> Regifted. <laughs> uh, like season, season, season one was uh, the whole Hawkman and Hawk Girl thing, where she had lost her memory because yeah. she was in Flash. No, 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 no. No, no she, season one. she. Yeah, season one of uh, Legends. Remember, because prior to that. Uh, Cassandra, she was in Flash. She had a thing with Cisco, cause but she had lost her memory. Then she joined Legends, and then Hawkman was also there. And he's spending the entire season trying to remind her that they're supposed to be together. Yeah. And then at the end, she remembers and they then I, they, I, I, then I, they dip out. I don't know if they died or they just like dipped. I'm pretty sure they dipped out. Yeah. Which good riddance. That was probably the best thing I could have done for that show. Yeah, because she was a big crybaby. I just hated the back and forth of it. Yeah, makes sense. And it's like, sometimes, yeah, classic CW. It's like, are they going to be together? It's like, I do have feelings for you, but I just don't know. Can we write our own destiny? No, this is fate. It's like, 
I'm going to put my knuckles between two pieces of bread and call that a fate sandwich. sandwich. A <laughs> fate. That's a knuckle sandwich. <laughs> uh, I was going to follow that up with something else because that's more than enough crisis talk. I'm super excited. If you guys are excited for it, tweet at us at Eman Podcast. Or if you think we're wrong in my assumption of how crisis is going, let me know. Tweet at me at Matt underscore you too. But honestly, we know how it is. The shows individually have been great. I just think the overall the overall crossover, and they've been very meta about saying crossover uh, because, like, obviously now Ralph Dibney, elongated man, mm-hmm. uh, has joined the Flash crew, and there was, uh, <laughs> uh, I think Frost was just like, "Oh, don't worry about him. This is his first crossover." <laughs> That's right. But um, do you think it ends with a new Fifty Two style reboot? I don't know, because I didn't really think about that possibility until you posed the question. Because, like, as soon as you said, oh, well, Earth-1's gone, I was like, all right, cool. Well, do they, they read, like, my thing was the Spectre, who can travel through space and time, can go and correct the sun paragons, use the powers to cause a change or force a change. Um, You brought back the possibility of the book of Destiny, it could essentially kind of do a backdoor to the God Chair, uh-huh. use the Book of Destiny to rewrite space and time, bring back bring back everything up to a certain point, um, right? Probably right when um, Pariah takes over Arbinger, whatever. Mm-hmm. Stop that from happening. Um, and then that way they have their original Earth-1 back. I think it makes sense to New Earth Prime hide that from the view of anyone, really, because Earth Prime can exist in its own space and time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then spring forth new 52 Earths from that. It could, but I feel like they they played with uh, altering timelines at Earth so much with the early seasons of Flash that they probably won't do that. That would be really cool if they wanted to take time to write that out. But they don't take time or money to do anything over there at WB, which is tragic because they are messing around with quality content and they're putting out garbage. I wouldn't say garbage. Flash and Arrow have been really good. Uh, Arrow in this last half season, just because it's its final hurrah, has been doing really good. Uh, Flash has been very intriguing. They've been putting out a lukewarm sandwich. Have you been watching Arrow? I don't know. I can't stand <laughs> it's it's good like when it ends I'll watch it yeah it, there's literally only one more episode left I know alright <laughs> whatever you say I'll watch the last episode and I'll go back and watch the rest um yeah like I don't even know where we're gonna follow up DC talk with that We talked about that a lot longer than I thought we would. I mean, it was a good topic to talk about. Yeah. I mean, like, considering we talked about it last week, I was like, ah. I guess because, like, it actually happened and I could sit and de- decompress and look at the stuff that happened. I'm sure there's a lot of Easter eggs that, um, <laughs> the funniest thing that happened, when Oliver died. <laughs> 
I don't want to say like it's funny that's like when Oliver died. Uh, no, so they were on our 38 mm-hmm. because that's when uh, Novu monitor wanted them to make their stand. And he's like, okay, so it's at a pivotal point. So there's still like all these other we can rescue um, while still like holding off. And then we can recover the other ones from there. And so they're evacuating the planet. They're going to Earth One to drop them off. And uh, he, they're just like, ah, it's time to go. The plan's failing. Uh, and then Oliver looked at him. He's like, has everyone evacuated the planet yet? He said, no. He's like, then I'm not done here. Like, he had already sent everyone else home. And so Oliver's like, shooting arrow, shooting arrow, shooting arrow. He reaches back. And, like, there's no more arrows. And so, as you know, they're fighting, essentially, zombie ghosts. Yeah. Okay? That's essentially the antimatter um, equation army. What does Oliver think to do after he runs out of arrows? Tell me, what would you do in that case? If you're, if you are primarily a bow and arrow, like connoisseur master, and you run out of arrows, I ha- and you're and you're fighting zombie ghosts. Well, if they're ghosts, the arrows would go through them. But if they're zombies, don't don't think about it. Too hit them in the yeah. head and you kill them. Yeah, yeah. Pick up more arrows. You would think that, but what do they choose to end that scene on? My guy pulls out like, a sword. No, puts his like puts his bow away and just goes to throw straight fisticuffs. Oh god, <laughs> with zombie ghosts. All right, well. <laughs> and I was like, and so. Uh, the scene at, or they get, jump did, to the next scene and like they transport him to Earth One. They're in that did he get uh, faded? bunker. Oh, he got faded. He died. <laughs> he died. Like he's sitting there and he's like on this bed and like his daughter's crying or whatever. And then Nobu's just like he saved a billion lives. I was just like he, fight, fighting for fifteen seconds. <laughs> you sure about that? Because if I'm fighting a zombie ghost and I try to swing, it's going through him. I don't know what kind of gloves he got under Thank that. You. But it's, it's, it's just going to go right through him. Fam, pick up a rock. Throw it. David and Goliath. Hit him in the eye. <laughs> the eye. I don't know. Find something, anything. Not your hands. <laughs> then he got close quarters combat. Something and there's literally 30,000 of them. Yeah, no. Stop it. So that was, that was really the only funny thing that happened that when I was watching it. No, I mean, it sounds interesting. Um... I'll be honest, I kind of gave up on the DC TV shows. They were just letting me down so much. And not to mention, like, the, the content on DC um, is, like, the animated content is killing it right now. Mm-hmm. Titans is okay. Um, Hush was really, really good. I'm waiting for the next animated movie. I've rewatched Justice League Dark, like, twice now. Mm-hmm. Three times now. I'm actually. waiting for them to put up the new TMNT Batman. TMNT Batman will be a good one to watch again. Um... Honestly, I'm enjoying Titans a little bit more than I should. Yeah. Uh, jumping universes real quick, or to different comic universe. Uh, Kevin Feige is taking hold of Marvel Television. Yeah. And so now it truly is an all incorporated universe. Yep. Which is cool. Because I thought, but like, I thought like, so, I, so, I saw something that Kevin Feige's taking over, and then like the next post, like. I don't know like what the time difference was, but like Marvel Marvel Television shutting down to be folded into 
either way, the shows that are happening are now going to encompass, like, it's truly going to be, like, one universe. Like, yeah. And everything's going to share. Because they kind of did that, and they did allude to it to a degree, um, mostly in uh, Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D., mm-hmm. But no one really cared about it. It's more of just like you have big brother and then mom says, oh, you got to bring your little brother with you. And it's just like, I'm just going to do whatever I want. If he happens to be with there, then I then I Which, do what again, I said. I remember watching the first season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And it was really good. And it, when it ended, it like literally, I finished watching the season finale and I walked into the theater and... Everything lined up perfectly. Yeah. And then everything after that was just nonsense. I'm like, this has nothing to do with the Tesseract. Now she has angel ghost powers? She didn't touch the Tesseract. She's not a... What is happening? No, she's not human. She's actually an alien. It's like... <laughs> what is when? What's going on? Uh, Next thing we know, she's going to be a scrawl. Uh, which actually that would actually that kind of that actually sounds interesting now. Yeah. <laughs> why why aren't we writing these shows? People man? don't pay us to do this, man. <laughs> we know enough. We know We're more. giving you guys premium quality content for free. Yeah. We know a lot more than we let on. <laughs> uh but the other thing that happened, apparently there was an actual date confirmed for uh Black Panther 2, which I completely missed. Missed me by a mile and a half. May 6th, 2022. Which is good. Rumor has it. Storm is going to be in there. I in like before, before and don't say, like it. Before you say that, there's also a rumored casting for Storm. Really? Yes. Do you know who is rumored to play Storm? Would you like to tell me who's rumored <laughs> to play Storm? I want to say no, but I know the listeners at home are waiting. So, <sighs> Rihanna. How? I love Rihanna. I think yes. Rihanna is one of... She's great. She's ultimate girl boss. I think she's amazing. I think Fenty Beauty's dope. Would I marry Rihanna? Absolutely. 1,000%. I would think she belongs playing Storm? Not even close. Nope. Stop it. Go somewhere else. Listen, Keep making dope. Sweetie, stay in your lane. (laughs) Keep making dope. Fam, you're going to get killed. That's Rihanna. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's from Barbados, man. She will fade you. Auntie Rihanna, don't play. She will fade. Sorry, don't cut me off. (laughs) She will fade you with that slipper. Um, keep making dope music. Keep acting. No, she's not making any more music. She's supposed to give us an album in 2019. I heard some. I heard something else though. I heard her and Party Next Door been rocking out some bangers. Okay, but where are that though? It's Rihanna. She dropped what she wants. She's Beyonce at this point. <laughs> it's been three years. Jay Z was just at Diddy's party. He might drop an album in a week. We don't know. But yeah. listen, but at the same time, Rock I Nation think, does things differently, yeah. bro. They're they over there, they do what they want. <laughs> yes. All them boys, Meek Mill, you you see Meek Mill over there now. Yeah. Got his own television network with yeah. the Charlemagne thing. Man. Shout out to like again, 2019 has been a great year for no one else. Like the two people who have enjoyed 2019 better than anyone else on the face of the planet. Meek Mill and the baby, mm. but shout out to them. But back to back to storm casting, I don't like it. I don't hate it, but I don't like it. Yeah, I, 
If Lupita Nyong'o wasn't already casted, I would have preferred her Storm. And then there, that's also the other thing. Like, with the introduction of Storm, you already have, like, this thing that you introduced in the first Black Panther uh, that you just kind of, like, now throw by the wayside because you kind of have to. Unless you do like this, but they kind of already—they kind of set it up already. Yeah, she's a spy. She can't really be in one place at one time, and then she didn't show up in Endgame, did she? Nope. Yeah, she wasn't in Endgame, so she either got blipped or unblipped. Well, if she, even if she did get blipped, she would have been unblipped now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but she did show up for Endgame. She wasn't in Infinity War. She wasn't in the the big. Monument to powerful women where don't worry, we've got her, yeah, uh, or she's got us, or whatever they said. Did we ever talk about that? Because I know we've had, we've had separate conversations about that, but not like on podcasts. Because I know several people, including some women, that have issue with the way it was done, like in Endgame. I didn't practically like it, but I didn't hate it. I get what they were trying to do. Yeah. So here's here's what I think. Yes, we all get what they're trying to do. Like, and kudos to them for like doing it. For doing it. I think they should have picked one or the other to do that. Like whether in Infinity War or an Endgame. If they didn't do it in Infinity War and they did it in Endgame, I would be like. Oh, it's like this movie just got like so much better. But because they did it in Infinity War. Made it less. And like they tried to do it again. It was just like, oh, they saw people's reaction from Infinity War. Because Infinity War, it felt so genuine. It felt natural. That it was just like. uh, Endgame felt forced. Yeah. Because they're just like, oh, they saw. Whether they saw how fans reacted to it. Or they saw people like tweeting about that moment. It's like, like, oh, Okoye and Scarlet Witch and Black Widow teaming up. It's like gang, gang, gang. And then they're like, oh, don't let's just do that in Endgame. It's like, no, no. That's not how this works. <laughs> You're trying to saturate. No, 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 no. It's just two sugars. Not 42 sugars. So, so if they would have picked one or the other, so if they didn't do it in um, Infinity War, it would have felt way more genuine, like trying to build that moment and make it happen. But instead, because they did it twice, I think it feels weird for people. Again. Not, not that it's like, I feel like... Could they probably have done it two separate occasions um, and still had it feel I genuine? Think yes, I think what they took could away have. from it for me was there was then two posters of Avengers Assemble mm-hmm. because there's the original cap, shield, helmet, boom, Monier, yeah. Avengers Assemble, let's go. And then they go, they're fading monsters, and then blah, 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 blah. And then it feels a little bit. It steals the thunder away from that moment because it's then like, boom, hey, kid, you need help? Okay, yeah. Can you help That, that itself was a kind of a weird interaction, but that's yeah. just like it's pretty like, much Hey, that kid, you need help? And then blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, ladies Avengers, assemble. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, okay. Like, and they could have just done I, it. Honestly, I, I think it. they could have just done it without, without having anything. without having that moment. Yeah. If it, if they didn't have that moment where they all assemble and pause, actually, yes, you're absolutely right. It's more natural and it makes more sense. Yeah. And that's what made that original Okoye moment perfect. What What even uh, was that line that they said? It's just like, uh, 
Was it like we got backup or? I think it's. Something, I think we've like got that. her back. Because even uh, because literally on, you're right. Even Pepper if, lands. Um, Valkyrie's there. Gamora's there. Okoye's there. Scarlet Witch is there. Like, I think you're absolutely right. If they would have done that, it's like uh, Captain Marvel shows up and she's like, hey, you got something for me? Yeah. And he's like, yeah. He's like, hi, Peter. Hey, Peter. He's like, whatever. And then uh, it's like, okay, go time. And then, like, you see her flying through this. And then, like, as enemies are attacking her, you see, like, a Koye come in and, like, stab them. You see Scarlet Witch, like, holding off Thanos. And, like, you see them build this moment without having to overtly say, this is a female empowerment moment. <laughs> like, you, the thing is, like, audience viewers are smart. We can, you don't we, have to say it, like you don't have to verbally say it to well, them. Well, I mean, uh, okay, never mind, never mind. Let me backtrack. We pick up on a lot of things. <laughs> well, you don't have to like. In some cases, you don't have to say it straight to you us don't in order for us to get, get it. I think I, again, and I don't have a problem with it. I think what throws people off is that big giant pause. Yeah. It's like, it's like, is there not like a giant battle happening? How many, like, why aren't y'all catching fades right now? Why aren't y'all fading anybody right now? Facts. But, you know, back to the con. How did we, how did, how did we, December 2019, we're still talking about it. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. It broke records. It's on Disney Plus. I might watch it at some point again just because I like the movie. Um, I've seen it too many times to see it again this year. Facts. Um, I'm Rise of Skywalker I'm comes out. Nah, I'm I'm, I'm, I spend more time watching Star Wars. I should do that. Yeah. I should actually watch The Mandalorian. Yeah, you, you definitely should watch The Mandalorian. <laughs> Baby Yoda Facts. is now an Avatar option. Yes, it is. On uh, that. Um, I might create my own account just to have Baby Yoda. I'll be using yours. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I was I was actually on there. I was like, I'm surprised he hasn't made his own profile yet. I just literally log in and use your profile. <laughs> no, that makes so much more sense. <laughs> Same thing with uh, Hulu. I'm just like... Who's a f- ah Matt? <laughs> I'm just like, oh, uh, which one do I decide into? Yeah, I'm just gonna use Matt. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's how it goes. If you you have a show pops up anywhere on your timeline, see the thing is like I already watch you hacker show, so it's so I'm, re-watch, it's, I'm rewatching so it again. If, if I'm looking at it, I'm just like, oh yeah, that seems right. <laughs> I mean, I'm almost done with I'm almost completely caught up with One Piece. That's it's only been. Two and a half months. Yeah, I'm rewatching. I'm rewatching Naruto. Finished the first season because the last two seasons of that entire original show are spoilers or fillers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nonsense. Um, so I'm doing a filler-free run. I'm only watching canon and mixed canon. Well, same, same with me. That's what I do. Um, so I'm blazing through that right now. Um, God bless the dead. R.I.P. Rich Homie, Pervy Sage, Jiraiya just died. Um, so Naruto is just. Uh, in the village training. No clue what's going on. Right. Tsunade is crying. She's about to get into her little depression slump. The village finna get rocked. Um, <laughs> but yeah. honestly, it's my favorite arc story-wise. Art-wise, struggle. Yeah, they... Just lines. They, yep. It's just colors and lines. No, no, not even lines. It's just like... Blur. <laughs> paint strokes. Brush strokes. That's what it is. Art. Yes. Pineapple. Did you see the whole thing? The banana? Yes. 250000 Bro, did you see? Somebody got arrested. Because they ate it? No, he just got kicked out the building. 
Somebody drew on the wall. Somebody drew a banana on the wall. That guy got arrested. <laughs> I'm like, it was a banana. <laughs> like, you can't convince me that buying modern art isn't a way to launder money. 1,000%. That was El Chapo's cousin that bought that. Oh, gosh. I don't understand it. But also, also coming out this week, My Hero Academia... Heroes Rising movie. The movie's at this week? Yes. In theaters? In Japan only. Hmm, trash. And the crazy thing is, is because one of the speculations coming into it was like, where does this fall in the timeline of My Hero Academia? Because from all, everything we're being told, this is at least, this is very much post-season four, maybe even post-season five um, from what they're showing us. So... The director of the movie actually came out and said, "This, if you ha- are strictly watching the anime, do not watch this movie. Don't watch this movie because it will spoil stuff for because, you." Because and that was your concern. Yeah, it's like, hey, they're showing things in the trailer that we haven't gotten to yet. Yeah, and so and for them to come forward and be like, "Hey, we just felt like it was natural to tell this story right now." It's like. <laughs> BS about it being natural to tell this story, which kind of sucks uh, because, like, like obviously they're never going to get it all right. But now they're, like, people that genuinely love My Hero Academia that are just going to walk into this movie and stuff's just going to be ruined for them. Because well, they need – well, if you are a fan, you just need to be on the lookout. I yeah. mean, you should also – like, if you see the trailers, like, I don't know what this is. You should look into See, it. but that's the thing. There's still this uh, – for a lot of people, there's still – If it's in Japan only – like by that, the time that, by the time it comes that, into America, yeah. it should be a little bit more okay in terms of and like that, the audience in Japan is much more plugged into the manga. So yeah, they'll be fine. Yeah, they ain't worried about us. But by the time it gets here, there'll still be some stuff that it's a, that it's a bit off from timing. Um, but yeah, that's not always the case because for a lot of people, and up until recently, a lot of anime movies has have always been non-canon. True. So we're just like people will just like walk in here. It's like, oh, this doesn't really matter because it's not pertinent to the main storyline. No, it is. Knowing that there are elements to this that are pertinent to the main storyline to stuff you have not been exposed to yet. It's not even like a thought yet. And but I hope they do. I I hope it's in a way that you're like, oh, it's kind of like a not necessarily like a callback or a shout out or was like, oh. This is a this is a direct tie-in, but it's not like a heavy heavy spoiler. Like yeah. you still you when you discover it naturally in the story, you're like oh man, this is really See, awesome. The, the so that like, what means in the movie. So it's kind of like watching Boys to Men or Boys in the Hood, and yeah. then you go watch a different. But the thing and is, like catch I up think and go back and watch it again. I think the biggest thing, and especially with My Hero Academia, is the powers that they use and have at their disposal. I think that's what's probably going to be like. It's like, wait a minute. When did he learn how to do that? Wait a minute. True. When did he become this strong? True. And then true, now true, it's true. just like, uh, and there might be an element of, oh, you're excited because you get to see them reach these heights. But there's another one. It's just like, well, this sucks yeah. kind of thing. And what I meant to say earlier, it was like watching Colors, then watching Boys in the Hood, and then going back and watching Colors. <laughs> Hood movie references. <laughs> yes. But talking about when did he get this strong, you want to talk about your boy? Fatso and Red Riot. Fat gum. Wait, did you did you read up to that part? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, okay, so I talked about this because we've, we've talked frequently. I was like, my boy Kirishima going up this season. We've all been hyped for this. <laughs> and what I was watching, just sitting there, Millie rocking him like shit. I was like, hey, yo, my, my, my boy's said, going unbreakable. Oh, and then, my goodness. Yo, he rocked it, And then bro. what Fat Gum. Fat Gum was just like, he's like, your mistake was thinking, I'm just, it's like, I'm just the shield. And he's like, he's like, no, baby, I'm the entire package. <laughs> he's like, oh, you thought we can play? <laughs> the best part is, is like, I him really, having that power of punch. I, I like, really oh. wanted them just to write yeet right across that power. <laughs> just because it's literally the perfect yeet moment. Because really he's just like, oh, so you thought? Yeet. And the crazy thing was like having that moment and then like a, having the Kirishima backstory. Right. And everything going on. And I was just like. Uh, like I was a, like I love Kirishima as a character. So good. So, I've always liked him from the beginning. Yeah. And I I was waiting for because you kept telling me top five top five top five. I'm like he hasn't had his top five moment yet. Yeah. He's had his potential number one moment as yeah. far as I'm concerned. <laughs> That's the thing. Which is crazy because yeah. Midoriya keeps having number one moments. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. like I, I hate like people like not that I hate it, like having these conversations with people that like don't read the manga I just want to talk about it I just want to tell you so, like, there's so many good things that are happening like uh, Kohei Hirokoshi he's just like treating his fans so right uh, but Fat Gum Fat Gum is my favorite like my new favorite hero in the scene I need an entire episode or an entire spin-off show following Fat Gum, uh, Red Riot, and Sun Eater. Not even doing anything. Just like a normal day at the office. Dude, Sun just Eater. Like, just like them chilling. Sun Eater. Top tier. There's a reason Homeboy is top three, and he's not three. Right. Oh, so, oh. We really even haven't uh, seen uh, What's-Her-Name-In-Action yet. Bro, she popped off in that f- fourth episode, and she was just there for a few seconds. Like, oh, she's going to be a problem. Yes. Problematic. Oh my gosh, the big three, huge, so huge. Good. But yes, so glad with Kirishima getting his moment. He's gonna continue to rise. But if I don't know if you saw, it wasn't really quite spoiler. But I tweeted from the newest My Hero Academia chapter. They had another popularity contest, and they had a bunch of characters that were on there, also with new costume designs because they had just reached that point. In the mm-hmm. school year, I think they're about uh, they're about to end year one where one, I'm yeah. at, and they all got new hero designs. So I think that makes so this is the third costume change. This is their third. Collectively, this is their second costume change. It's but the third change for Midoriya. No, if that makes but, but, sense. But okay, because sorry, they sorry. get their first round of costumes. What that they come in with? No, Midoriya has actually had. So where I'm at, Midori's had four. Because remember, he had his original one yeah. that his mom made. Yeah. Not necessarily the one that was provided through an agency. So he had to change his. Yeah. Well, before, he, well so he, got, he had his original. And then when he went to his internship, he um, had a new one. New one. But everyone still had their, their same, same one. one. And then they got, after that, going into season three, they, they all, all made got changes. And got their upgrades. Yeah. So then now he's on his fourth. He's going into his fourth. Everyone or he's about to he's, he's about to do like his fourth one, and then everyone is gonna do another one towards the end. That's super dope. So again, yeah. a little bit quiet on this front, but you know my boy Bakugo's just kind of you know chilling. Oh, Bak. Okay. 
That's all I needed to know. That's all I needed to know. And there's actually something interesting. Um, part of the reason why I was wary of that is because this movie, uh, wherever they're at now in the manga, that relationship is what's going to happen in the movie. And so it's I'm really excited to see that like take place for the first time animated and see how how that act, interaction looks like. But yeah, dude, kids are finna go up. Gonna be super dope heroes. Also, this isn't a spoiler, uh, but a couple chapters ago, Bakugo finally figured out his hero name, but he has not told anyone. Ooh, ooh. Is yeah. he, does he tell Deku? No, no, no. He's he's like I finally know my hero name, and he's like, oh, what is it? He's like, I'm not telling. I have to tell someone else first. <laughs> and I think he's talking about best genus. Probably. Yeah. Because I think that relationship is going to be pivotal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. But didn't Genus get rocked in that fight? Oh man, that's all. <laughs> that's all I need to know. I'm, 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 I might stop and buy. I might stop at Walmart and, or Best Buy and buy a laptop on the way home. <laughs> He's like, don't say nothing else. Don't say nothing else. Uh, gosh, my hair academia. So good. Top tier. Fire Force. So good. Have you caught up with that? I'm finished it. I still have a couple episodes behind, but... Finished it. Seeing Shinra go <laughs> fight his brother for the first time, I was like, yo, his brother's next level. Right? Benny Maru. Oh, one of the greatest characters. Yeah, and he's just like, you see him and you're just like... He's this mild-mannered captain. Psych! Yeah, the explosions, the power. And he, and he literally does not care for At our all. life. At all. He will fade you in public. Yes. Even the lady that's, like, giving him, like, cookies and goods, he's like, he's like, how many times do I have to tell you, I don't want this? And she's like, oh, you're so funny. He's like, <laughs> he's I like, will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> well, Fire Force is one of those shows that really just came up and so, like it, it's I hope it doesn't peak too early though cause that was my initial fear with it, Demon Slayer I remember someone, but Demon Slayer lasted someone I remember someone pointed out I don't know who it was but there there's like yeah uh, fire, I think it might have been Richard Joey uh, he was like yeah Fire Force is finally getting like he's so he's not been on board the train yet he's like okay it's finally getting good but it's still moving fast and like I get that there's a lot of stuff that it's like Okay, it's like they're here now. They're there now. He's having a confrontation with his brother, and like I don't even know. Like I'm still a couple of behind, so I don't know if anything with the evangelist actually showing up or anything like that. But he's still saying like it's moving fast. Um, and in the grand scheme of things, I think I don't think so. I think it kind of is on pace with like how my hero started. Yeah, and I think that's probably a shift from. All these drawn The last five years of anime. Yeah. Compared to the last ten years of anime. It still blows my mind that six episodes in and you're already like in the OG Naruto that they're facing Zabuza. I thought that was like 20 episodes in. Oh, not six. (laughs) It's like episode six. It's like, oh, snap. (laughs) (laughs) When we get here, how long am I going to (laughs) sleep? No, but like, like, I think they're getting more efficient and they're getting better at doing what they do so they don't have to have these elongated drawn out monotonous fillers um and they can kind of get to the action um and get to the point of the story yeah i'm on board with it i hate watching fillers so much and the only fillers like i honestly i, I just finished rewatching it 
Soul Eater had like. I actually have never finished Soul Eater. I finished it like again. I was like, damn, God, this was kind of good. Kinda Except good. the ending. Yeah, ending was kind of. Yeah, even because they deviated from the from the mob. That's besides the point. You can only get. Anyway. Yeah. Um, you can only win so many games. This is true. Uh, except if you're the Lakers and LeBron. L.A. Brown with that new weave hairline, like, going crazy. His son just won MVP at his game yeah. for his tournament. Yeah, so Sierra Canyon, like, basically the Avengers of basketball. Apparently Drake's a mascot now for them. <laughs> He's a fan. Drake does. Drake is Drake showing up to parties right. by himself. And <laughs> Getting like, asked, who invited you here? He's like, myself. myself? Like, Do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? My- oh, you're wheelchair Jimmy. <laughs> I really I really hope someone said that to me. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I mean, but listen. like Drake's been locked in the studio after getting His laughed off. better hit. I'm going to say, he got laughed off of Clint Flogner off stage, and he lost weight. I'm like, yeah. I yeah. thought you were bulking up, not slimming down, Jimmy. Right? What's going on here, Jimmy? Like, he looks more like 40. Oh, I can't say that. I'm so sorry. We're going to end the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> that's... Uh, hey, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, you can uh, follow us on all social media at Eman Podcast, Facebook.com, slash even backslash even more about nothing. We are on all major streaming platforms. So whichever one you like listening to podcasts on, pick it. Find Eman Podcast. Like it. Subscribe. Favorite it. Share it. Rate and review. Tell a friend. We love to have conversation with our friends. So we would love to include your friends in that. Uh, and you can also follow me at Matt underscore YouTube on social media platforms. Follow me on Twitter at Mookie833. I might accept your request. I might not. But yeah. if you get in, shenanigans. And I might just be tweeting problematic stuff just because I can. I might unblock my Twitter. Twitter might be the one place where it's like you're allowed to un- not, have un- not private. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to act like I don't have a whole private Twitter already. You do have a private Twitter? <laughs> yes. You have a separate private Twitter? Yes. Let's go. <laughs> The best part is you'll see it and you'll, and you'll be like, not hey, even know. And yeah, and you'll just look at it and you're like, oh, legit, seems makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> I want to bring back this meme from earlier in the day. That it's like, this is like, let's go. Oh, yeah. you, you, you. <laughs> the the We Are Young remix. Yeah, Cali on Fox. Oh, oh man, classic. It's Jim and Think for another wonderful time. Thanks for listening to the show. I'm Mookie. It's Matt. You have a wonderful night.